Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I would feel much worse if you were like trying to figure out if he's hitting up these girls and you hit up one of those girls and you're like, hey, my man is following you. Like, what's up with that? And then they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that dude hits me up all the time saying like, show me your tits or like, I'd love to take you out. And I just never respond. He's such a loser. Oh my God, you're going out with him? Like, that would be so much worse to know that your guy is being rejected by all these girls on Instagram. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Quick reminder before we get started on today's Benson Knows Best episode is that we have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe if you're not subscribed already to the podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or you're watching the podcast, the Thursday episodes on the Almost Adulting YouTube channel. Correct, we are on YouTube. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be kind and leave me a five-star review on the Apple podcast app, whether it's with your thoughts on other things you want me to cover or just how much you enjoyed the episode or episodes. So, okay, today we are doing Benson Knows Best. So I decided to just go through, I have so many questions from you guys, whether you emailed me on press at daddyissuesla.com, whether you called me at 424-278-4268, with your questions, whether you DM me on Almost Adulting Podcast, I have your questions today and let's talk about it. So, okay, the first anonymous question that I got from you guys is, Bestie, how do you feel about a guy that you're seeing who consistently follows models and influencers on IG? So, the guy that I'm talking to has started following numerous models and influencers on Instagram. Surprisingly, some of them even follow him back. I don't understand how he even got their attention, especially since he's not very active and has minimal follower count. Moreover, these models and influencers don't look like me. For context, these are fashion influencers and professional runway models that are signed to the top New York agencies, not the ones who show a lot of skin and have OnlyFans. Given that he is in finance and rarely goes out, I doubt he's meeting them online. And I'm pretty sure he is not on Raya. So maybe he's just DMing them? Honestly, he's a pretty regular looking guy. I guess I'm just feeling a bit down and I needed to let this out. Well, let me be honest with you. You are not alone. It doesn't matter whether your potential guy is an influencer or not an influencer, whether you're an influencer or not an influencer. Guess what? Every girl in this world gets offended and uncomfortable and hurt 
when her dude is following a bunch of IG models or real models and so on. You don't need to be, quote unquote, a regular girl in order to for it to hurt your feelings. Every girl that has loads of followers still feels the same way as you do. It makes us insecure. It makes us uncomfortable. I completely feel that social media itself has completely, in a lot of ways, ruined dating for all of us. Not only are we able to now know our partners every single move from the pictures they like. And yeah, I mean, Instagram has made it harder for us, but we still figure it out. We just spend more time from the pictures our guys like to all the girls they follow. And yeah, there's honestly nothing worse and more embarrassing than knowing that your dude is sliding into these IG models DMs and they're being rejected. Like that's even worse. Like it's, I would feel so much better if my dude was sliding into these girls DMs and they were reciprocating. I would feel much worse if you were like trying to figure out if he's hitting up these girls and you hit up one of those girls and you're like, hey, my man is following you. Like, what's up with that? And then they're like, oh shit. Yeah, that dude hits me up all the time saying like, show me your tits or like, <laughs> I'd love to take you out. And I just never respond. He's such a loser. Oh my God, you're going out with him? Like that would be so much worse to know that your guy is being rejected by all these girls on Instagram. The fact that some of these girls are following him back does not mean anything. Does that mean that he may have hit them up? Yes, probably. If he doesn't have followers on his own, and he's not a model or in this industry, he's like you said, he's in finance and supposedly he's not a Raya, then the only way these girls would follow him back was if they were talking in the DMs or if he already went out with them. That's the truth, okay? But that doesn't mean that he's doing it while you guys are dating. Should you feel uncomfortable and insecure if he's still doing it while you guys are dating? His follower count is going up. Personally, I can't pretend that I'm confident enough to put up with that. As confident as I am, I would not be okay with a man that I'm exclusively dating adding girls on Instagram. Like that would just not fly with me. I don't care whether they have a lot of followers or not. For me, it's actually, I feel more upset if a guy that I'm dating is adding a bunch of girls who don't have a lot of followers. Cause then I know for sure he's in their DMs versus a girl that has a lot of followers. I'm pretty sure she doesn't even know he exists. So you have every right to be upset. And at the end of the day, you shouldn't discredit your feelings and how you feel. If something makes you uncomfortable, speak up. If you think it's a make it or break it, be honest with yourself and with your feelings. It's okay to feel that this makes you uncomfortable. So then let your partner know. If you are important enough to your partner, if you guys are in an exclusive relationship, there's nothing wrong with addressing how something makes you feel and let them know, hey, who are these girls that you follow? Like, have you dated them before? I'm feeling a little insecure. I want to know. I know it feels uncomfortable, but it's better than to make all these assumptions because when you don't ask questions, when you don't just clarify what you need to know, then the gap that you have, you end up just creating your own thoughts and opinions. And then you create a whole new story that could potentially not be true. And then you can hurt your own feelings by, you know, using your imagination of why the guy you're dating added all these girls or why he's adding all these girls. So I think as uncomfortable as it is for your own mental health sake, it's better to just address, especially if it bothers you. Don't put yourself down for feeling bad that you have these emotions. Every girl feels this. Every girl feels uncomfortable. Like personally for me, I think I want my husband to only follow me and <laughs> no one else. 
That's just me. I actually think it's so sexy when a guy doesn't even have Instagram or when a guy's private and he follows like almost no one and he's not active. That's so hot. Okay. So don't be so hard on yourself. You're not wrong for feeling down. And if I were you, I would communicate. If you don't feel safe to communicate because you guys are just not there yet, then maybe reconsider having other options to date and not only focusing on him until you guys are exclusive, because until then you can't get upset that a guy's following other girls, period. Okay. The next question that I have is how to know if he's pulling away for your attention or if he just doesn't like you in terms of cold shoulder or ignoring you, how to know if he's pulling away to see if you care or if he's just done with you and doesn't like you anymore. Is it time-based? Like, if it goes on for a little more than a couple of weeks and he probably just lost interest. For reference, he has a girlfriend, but he flirts with me a lot. <laughs> Sorry. You know, maybe don't invest your time in someone that already has a partner because this person is showing you exactly who he is. Why would you even want a man that already has someone? Because he's showing you exactly how he would treat you if you guys were together. In no way are you ever going to be different. The best way to figure out someone's future actions is by looking at their past actions. That is the most scientific thing that you can ever have when it comes to figuring out someone's behavior. If you're trying to figure out someone's future behavior, look at their past actions. Right now, you don't want a man that's currently flirting with you while he has a girlfriend. You two are both better off without him. But to answer your question, regardless of this dude, how do you know if a guy's pulling away for your attention or he just doesn't like you? He doesn't like you. I think it's something that we made up to make our friends feel better by saying things like, well, you know, he's pulling away because he wants attention. They just want attention. They're playing games. And then we always say this thing like, I'm not trying to play games. No one is playing games with us. It's people that are just not that into us. And now we pretend and we think it is they're playing games. They're not playing games. They're just not that into you. No one likes to hear the truth. But a lot of the time, if someone gives you attention, then they kind of disappear for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. It's because they have someone else. And in this case, you know he has someone else. So instead of waiting around three weeks till he finally hits you up to flirt with you, find a potential guy who can actually be in a relationship with you. And you know, I hope this girl who's dating him will break up with him because he clearly comes around to you when he's not feeling safe in the relationship. So instead of dealing with his emotions or talking to his girlfriend, he just looks for attention from the outside from you. You satisfy that attention by making him feel good enough about himself. And then he goes back to his girlfriend. So if your question is, does he even like you? The answer is no. He likes your attention, but he doesn't actually like you. And you can tell based on his actions by the fact that he only comes around every couple of weeks just to flirt with you. He doesn't ask you out. He doesn't tell you he's going to leave his girlfriend. None of that matters to him. You are not a real person to him. You are just someone to fluff his ego. So I hope that answered your question. And I hope it didn't hurt your feelings. You know, I love you. You're my bestie, but we just don't have the time, man. Life is too short to waste it on losers like this. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, so the next question is, are crushes or attraction to other men normal when I am in a happy marriage? 
I'm happily married, five years married and eight years together to an amazing guy. For background information, we are both 31 and we have two kids together. We're both conventionally attractive and we take care of our bodies and appearance. We have fun together. We have a great sex life and I really have little to no complaints about him. I do find that I'm really attracted to this other guy who goes to the same gym as me. We have only said hi to each other in passing, but for some reason, I feel this mutual attraction between us. I catch him staring at me sometimes. The sexual energy is really strong on my part, and sometimes I even fantasize about hooking up with him. I know that I would never actually do it because I would never cheat and I'm happy in my marriage. But I'm wondering if this is normal. I know no one really admits these type of things, but I can't be the only one, right? Well, guess what? What you're going through is crazy and it's so not normal. No one ever experiences that. So you should be worried. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am joking. I'm kidding. This is so normal. First of all, not to disappoint you, but men have fantasies about other women all the time. From the day you guys get together (laughs) till the day when you guys are engaged, when you're married, till the day before you die, till after you die, men will always have fantasies of other women. It doesn't mean anything. It's one thing to have thoughts. It's another thing to act on it. So I want you to know that it's perfectly normal to be with somebody for eight years and to now randomly have a crush because we always wonder that what if, and also You know, all those novels, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey and all these books are written for women because women also like to fantasize. So it's like you've created your own Fifty Shades of Grey at the gym where you guys catch each other's eyes. And now you're thinking, you said, I feel this mutual attraction between us. So you see, you created now a story in your head. This is happening on both sides. So now you have this fun little thing that you get to look forward to an innocent flirtation. Do I think you would feel terrible about yourself if you crossed the line and you took to the side of hooking up with him? Yes, 100%. It doesn't sound like you're unhappy in any type of way. It sounds like this is pure, innocent imagination, which everyone experiences. This is like porn for women. For men, they need that visual thing happening right in front of them that they need to masturbate to. And for women, it's our books, like Fifty Shades of Grey. It's that little smiling or wink at a man, you know, then thinking about it, like, you know, he opens your, the door at Starbucks and you accidentally graze his hand when he tries to open the door and that, and then you think about it for four days afterwards. Will I ever see this man again? What did it mean? Did he feel the same way I felt? And then we fantasize about it. This is the same thing. You've created a little fun fantasy for yourself that now you get to look forward to. It's like, uh, what are those housewives called? Oh, it's like desperate housewives. Yeah, it's literally an episode from Desperate Housewives where it becomes a whole telenovela fantasy. So it's completely normal. Don't be nervous. It doesn't mean you're going to cheat. Just restrain yourself. Everyone has these fantasies. We all go through these dry spells with our partners where, you know, and it's also completely normal if next time you sleep with them, you close your eyes and you fantasize about the guy that you went to the gym with. But I'm telling you, I promise you, For my friends who have experienced this, and then I have friends who also crossed the line. My friends who crossed the line, it was not as satisfying as they imagined it was. It was much more fun to fantasize than it was to actually do the act and lose an amazing partner over 
a fantasy that you had that will go away. You don't know this other guy and you obviously don't want to get to know him either because he's probably more amazing in your mind right now based on your fantasies. Probably just a regular dude once you actually talk to him and get to know him. So don't worry. It's completely normal. If I were you, I would invest some time in some more books to read where are all about, I don't know, like a Fifty Shades of Grey type of book. I keep mentioning Fifty Shades of Grey because I'm not familiar with other books, but I'm sure there's a million amazing ones. So I hope that helps. Okay, so I've never been a breakfast type of person. I normally skip my breakfast until recently. I started seeing all over TikTok this big hype over around this protein powder that just tastes delicious and it's a clean, simple eats protein. I decided to try it and I started with their vanilla flavor and you guys, I'm obsessed with it. It literally tastes like clouds and I've talked about it before and I now use this protein powder every single morning for my breakfast. I mix it with almond milk and I feel like a little health queen because it doesn't taste like it's some healthy food. It tastes like it's my breakfast and I feel so full afterwards. And the reason I've never been into like protein powders is because I feel like they normally have this like weird chalky aftertaste, but clean, simple eats is so different. It's creamy, it's smooth and it has absolutely zero chalkiness in you guys. The vanilla flavor, I'm telling you, it's the best I've ever had. I've literally got all my friends hooked on it. And they also have 26 delicious all natural flavors that you can't go wrong with any of them. So if you're like, oh, vanilla is too bland for me, don't worry. They also have pumpkin pie. They have coconut cream. They have snickerdoodle. They have chocolate. They have everything. And one of the things that I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass fed with no artificial ingredients, third party tested, non-GMO and gluten free. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is female founded female-owned business, and you know I love that, okay? So right now, you can visit cleansimpleeats.com and use my code ADULTING at checkout for 20% off of your first order. That's right. The craze all over TikTok, you can get it through me with 20% off of your order. So that is cleansimpleeats.com using my code ADULTING for 20% off of the best protein shake you will ever have, okay? You're welcome. All right, let's go to the next one. The next one is, I need advice. Please be kind as I'm fragile. Ooh, okay. I'm 27 years old and my boyfriend is 30. We have been together for two years now. When we met, he was in the process of separating with his baby mama. Over the last two years, I have helped him get back on his feet. We bought a house together. We fought for 50-50 custody. And I had thought he had finally made the switch from being in a quote unquote, I'm going to party forever mindset to I'm finally going to settle down. However, it now feels like a big trick was played on me. Over the last two years, I have faced a lot of disrespect. I would attempt to talk to him about it and would end up with him gaslighting me into believing that I'm crazy for even asking. I recently went through his phone and I saw texts to his baby mama asking her to cuddle with him on his way to work. This isn't the first time that I've gone through his phone and found something troubling or disrespectful towards me. We are now in this weird limbo where we don't know what to do with each other moving forward. Trust is big in a relationship and I fear that I will never trust him again. I'm also so scared that he's messed with my own mental well-being to a point of no return. At one point, I was treated so poorly I've become suicidal. A horrible thought he had the nerve to actually tell me to just go kill myself then. I know I need to get out. However, I'm not financially or mentally stable to be making all these giant decisions. 
Some words of advice or kindness would be greatly appreciated. As right now, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> okay, I just reading that I almost I'm almost in tears because I'm you know it's so easy for us to tell someone else just leave, but I know that it's always so much harder when you're in the situation and it's not something any of us want to hear. And since she asked for words of kindness from all of us. Of course, I just want to say that I hope if you're listening and you're out there, I hope you're hanging in there. I hope you're doing okay. I hope today when you woke up, you're having a better day than yesterday. But I do want you to know or anyone that's listening that's currently in an abusive relationship is that sometimes we stay with someone because we believe, well, I already went through all these years with him. I don't want to leave because I already invested so much of my time in this person. I already built so much with this person. So what's the point? But What's the point to stay if you're miserable? Yes, if you leave, you may be miserable for a little bit, but then then one day you wake up and you're okay. You shouldn't force yourself to stay with someone just to see it through. If a person keeps showing you who they are over and over and over again, then why don't you believe them? Not to mention you are 27 years old. I know to someone who's 27, that may seem old, but babe, to me, a 34-year-old, you sound so young. A 27 is so young. There's so many things I would have done differently at 27. You know what? where I was at 27, 28? That's when I finally left a toxic relationship that I was in of eight years. And looking back now, I wish I would have left earlier. I wish someone would have told me to leave sooner. But unfortunately, we are not ready to see what we need to see until we're ready so I don't want you to think that at 27 years old, you might as well stick around because, you know, there's no end to the tunnel after this. You know, you're already 27. You might as well just settle. Why do you want to settle for this guy? First of all, he has a child with someone else. Second of all, you can't expect him to never have a relationship with his baby mama because his baby mama is going to be a part of his life for 18 years. I think that's something that a lot of people who date someone with a child don't understand they have to be on good terms for at least 18 years. And sometimes one of the parents, one of the two people may develop feelings for each other. Sometimes they may find comfort in each other. It's something that you have to be super confident in the relationship in order to be okay to date someone that has a child or children with someone else because they are not going anywhere. Secondly, the child or the children will then come above you as well. So not only are you not their first, their number one, but you're also not their number two. You're like the number three or maybe number five. So that's another thing that a lot of times you have to come to terms with. For me personally, that's one of the reasons I can't date someone with a kid. I want to be their number one. I even struggle dating someone with a dog because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting enough attention. Stop paying attention to your stupid dog. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm not, but it makes me look bad if I say I'm not kidding. I am half kidding. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, is that I personally... Don't want to be with someone that if I hit such a low, they tell me to go kill myself. I know that right now you believe that you're not mentally stable enough to leave, but I think you will not be mentally stable enough for a long time if you stay. And lastly, you said that we bought a house together, but something tells me that your name is not on the lease. Your name is not on the mortgage. And if that's the case, most likely than not, that means that he's able to kick you out at any time. That makes you even more financially unstable. So if I were you, I would move back home. I would ask a friend to move in with, 
or I would stay there for maybe another month or two until I gather up money to live on my own. I know sometimes it seems like the end of the world and things will never get better. But if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, then yes, things will not get better. But things will get better if you leave. 27 is super young. You have your whole life ahead of you. Do not waste it on someone like this. He's clearly stuck in life. Like he has the rest of his life now kind of written out. He has a kid he has to take care of and a baby mama. That's his life now for a long time. You're young enough to go find someone who will focus on you. Right now, you're financially mentally not stable, but that doesn't have to last. You are able to change that anytime. You are focused so much on being loved by this person, which is why you have deteriorated mentally and emotionally so much. If you took all that attention and repointed it at yourself, you started to give yourself all that love instead of this other person that for whatever reason you keep chasing him for love and he just won't give it to you, the love that you need. If you start focusing, giving it to yourself, one day you'll wake up and you will realize, well, I don't talk to myself this way anymore. I don't treat myself this way anymore. Then why the hell would I allow someone else to speak to me this way, to treat me this way? And maybe that day you will wake up and you will leave. I hope before the end of this year, you choose to leave. And if one note I can end this for you to inspire you is something that I didn't know about until I turned 18 years old. And that's when my mom told me her biggest secret was that she was married before my father to a man that she saved her virginity to. And they got married. He was a handsome doctor. And five years into the marriage, she found out that he was having an affair with a nurse at the hospital because she found their love letters. And at this point, she was 29 years old, 28 or 29. And she decided to leave him. And he said, where are you going to go? Who's going to marry you? You are used goods. You are damaged goods. And you're a Jew in Russia. And back then it was during communism. So to date as a Jew was just really difficult. I mean, and she was already, quote unquote, too old to get married, whatever. So he said, where are you going to go? Not only are you a Jew, but you're 29 years old, you're damaged goods. No one's going to want you. You might as well stay with me. And my mother at that point was not financially stable and she was very mentally broken. And she also found out she was pregnant. So she had every reason to stay. Instead, she decided she already had a tough life growing up and she always figured it out since a young age. And she decided she'll figure it out again. So she had a shmorshmorshin and she left him. And for months, she moved to a new town. That's how much she wanted to get away from him. And for months, he sent her gifts. He wrote her letters. He kept reaching out to get back together and she wouldn't get back with him. And then one day, you know, she went out and somebody said, I want to set you up with this amazing, tall, handsome man. And my mom said, I am done dating good looking men. How about his friend? And that was my dad. <laughs> and that is how my mother met my father. I'm not even lying. She went for the less attractive one, which was my dad. And they got married. My father was with somebody for five years. He saw my mom. He dumped her right away. He couldn't believe my mother wanted him. And a month later, they were engaged. And a couple of months later, my mom was pregnant with my sister. So you can create a whole new future for yourself. But that is why my father always taught me to be financially stable. So I don't ever depend on a man. So then if he treats me the way that you described, I'm able to leave. So I hope this advice was good. And 
on that note, let's finish today's episode. Shout out to my parents and shout out to everyone that wrote their amazing questions. I really thank you for being vulnerable and sharing all that with me. And yeah, go find your average looking dude, just like my mom did. My parents are still together. (laughs) So, you know, and my dad is an inch shorter than my mom. And guess what? My mom said, when men lack in height, they make up in other places. And I said, mom, why would you say that to me? So yeah, my dad has a big wiener. And on that note, that is all for almost adulting. Don't forget to leave me a five-star review if you love this episode. And I will see you next week. Love you, besties. Bye.